thing, you know, just take yeah. that leap of faith to change my mindset. And, you know, one thing I can say is, you know, for people out there, don't get lost in your friendships. You know, there's people that's out there that you know that's doing wrong. And there's people out there that you know that's not going in the right direction. You just got to separate yourself sometimes, although you may be lonely, although you can't go out with on the weekends and all that stuff. Make that sacrifice now so you can go out on the weekends and you can go, you know, yacht in and take that jet wherever you want to go. And, you know, later down in your life. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real must motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a play play. On the way. Motivation for all the real nigga. On the way. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next when I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. What's up, y'all? So the Million Up Mindsets team has relaunched our tech subscription service. So it's a platform that sends out motivational texts every day, updates on the podcast, info on investing in real estate, saving tips, and all updates regarding the Million Up Mindsets podcast. To subscribe, text MMPOD to 24251. Again, to subscribe, text MMPOD to 24251. What's up, y'all? This episode is sponsored by Park Hill Consulting Services. If you are interested in learning how to purchase your first investment property or you need some help getting your finances in order so that you can purchase your first investment property, just contact us at www.parkhillconsultantservices.com and we can get you started. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. My name is Deanna Kent, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Xavier Miller. What's good? What's good? And we got a special guest today for y'all to kick off the new year. We got a 20-year-old entrepreneur and owner of Snagrack and LED Pros. His name is Tez. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. For sure. for joining We've been we've been working on this episode for about a good two months now. But it was a lot going on <laughs> for, on both parties. There's a lot a lot going on. So Definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you so the first question we always ask our guests is just give them a little background on yourself, like to start to everything going on. Just give them for people that's not familiar with you. Just giving them a background. All right. So what's up, everybody? My name is Dantes Akram. Um, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, as they said before, I'm 20 years old, I'll be 21 in the next nine or 10 days or so. Um, I actually have a do-rag brand called Snagrag. I started off um, delivering do-rags locally in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, pretty much started off with about like $30, um, you know, invested into 10 do-rags and just started delivering them and started charging shipping fees to where I get my profit. So um, I eventually built it into an online brand and uh, we've been traveling and doing as much as we can ever since. That's cold, bro. That's that's cold. And like, I I I think this episode is gonna be real important because you're 20 years old, man. And I know a lot of our listeners they young too. You for you to be an entrepreneur, have this entrepreneurial spirit at this age. And I seen you was just saying how you did your first uh 20k month. Yeah, like, correct. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, that's cold, man. That's that's so cold. And I know it's a lot of young people. They probably thinking about. Uh, going into business, starting their own. So I feel like this is going to be a very informative episode for, for them. So like I said, we definitely uh, glad to have you on. But taking it back, though, so like where did that entrepreneurial spirit come from? Like what, what made you like want to go into business for yourself, create your own business? 
right? So um, I originally started off, um, so my very first job, I started off at Abercrombie Fitch, just some light in high school. Um, and then I eventually moved on to start working at um, uh, a factory. So basically when I was working there, I was just like, man, I started visualizing myself as like being this person working at this factory for the rest of my life. And I was trying to think like, is this something I'm really like trying to do? Like, you know what I mean? So I always watch my mom. Um, my mom's a single mom as well. So she's she's been my, my, my all. So basically after just seeing her hustle her whole life and just putting on for me and giving me the game, you know, it just gave me that life and that spirit in me to, you know, just start something different, just take that leap of faith. And uh, once I started selling cars, uh, I actually quit that a few months, probably about six months ago. Uh, once I started selling cars, I just bet on myself and I just, I was like, man, I can go all in on this and I can, I know I can do it for a fact. And if I stumble, you know, I just got to get back up and keep running. Mm, that's important right there. That's hard, man. Cause that's, that's, that's the, like, it's, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Cause you know, how old were you when you first, when you initially started? Uh, when I first, when I first started, it was December, 2018. That was when I got my very first sale. Um, so it's interesting because I started online probably three months after I was already delivering. So I probably had like a, a huge clientele. I made like my first 5,000 delivering do-rags just locally in Cleveland, just driving back and forth, you know, all over the world. So, Okay, so you, you was driving the people, just dropping them off, basically. Yeah, so I was basically charging a shipping or a delivery fee. So basically, if they're 10 minutes away from me, I'll charge them five. Oh, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, okay, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, so basically, if they're 10 minutes away, I charge them five. If they're 15 minutes away, I charge them 10. And if they're 15 or uh, 20 or plus, um, it would be 20. So people started paying for gas, and then they just pay for more items since they're going to be paying for gas. So it just made sense for me to just deliver to people. So um, why, pretty much, like, why do-rags? Like, why was that, like, for you, like, why was that your lane? Like, what made you choose that? It's crazy because the very first time, like, I thought about it, I was I was literally buying a do-rag from the store. Um, and I was with my friend in the car, and I was just like, man, I should sell do-rags. She was like, do-rags? I'm like, no, 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 that's still my idea, man. Like, I'm about to just, I went back in there, I bought my first 10, and I just instantly started posting them on Instagram. Um, and that's where most of my clientele came from, was from Instagram. And I just instantly started posting it on there, and I just, I kind of ran with it. I've always been, like, the person to be interested in waves and stuff like that. When I was younger, uh, I invested a lot of time into watching the videos and looking at all the, the big-time YouTubers that was doing it, and it just kind of made sense. That was my lane, you know, and that was something I was already taking seriously. So I jumped into it and we just started running. Mm. That's what's up. Cause it's like, like, especially when you're an entrepreneur, just anybody in general, you know, they say everybody get like, you know, like one to three, like big ideas in their lifetime. But when it comes to you, you just know, and yeah. you just got, that's what, that's pretty much what separates you. Like from the, the entrepreneurs, you know, from the other people is whether what you're going to do with the idea, whether you're going to go for it or not. That's right. That's right. And uh, just taking it back to when you said you was working at the car dealership, was it an experience you had that was like, all right, I'm out this shit? Or it was just like everything was going good or it was something like, because usually it's something that bad happened with somebody they're like, man, I'm out. Was it something like that with you? <laughs> it was. So, man, I, I had transferred over to uh, Ganley Subaru. Um, at the time, I was at uh, Mitsubishi. It was a super low performing uh, brand at the moment. Um, so I went over to Subaru where my friend was and everything was cool. You know, I, I became the, the top producing salesperson in the first month of while I was there. 
Um, so like towards the end of when I was working there, uh, the general manager got super disrespectful with me, you know, just calling me out my name, man. And, you know, saying if your mom was here, she'd be disappointed and stuff like that. So that was pretty much my like, literally when he sent me that text message, he, he told me I wasn't able to come in that weekend, you know, cut my money source off right there for the weekend. And uh, I came in that next day, I grabbed all my stuff and I was like, yo, out. Damn. Yeah, That's, he probably yeah, he probably was talking to you like that because you were so young. He probably felt like he could do that. He probably was like much older than you or something. It was yeah. like, and he yes. was owning all the dealerships and stuff. You know, just talking however he wanted to. Wow, that's crazy. But uh, but a common theme I'm seeing is like that you since you said you went to the top during the uh, car salesman that you a good salesman. You know what I'm saying? Now you got that. Anybody knows that's that's key to. Great entrepreneurship, you know, being a good marketer, being a good salesman with something that do you feel like those skills transferred over with you uh working at that dealership, uh going into business for yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. I think I actually became a manager selling cable at Sam's Club. So I was I was already <laughs> hey, when I tell you I was you know hundreds of people a day, I was just getting after it. And uh that translated, you know, becoming a manager, putting that on my resume, going to a sales job. You know, uh, you know, car sales, they instantly picked me up. But I feel like, you know, I needed all of that to actually get to where I am now with my business, just communicating, being able to talk to people face to face without, you know, hesitating or saying anything I wouldn't normally say. So uh, I think that's definitely, you know, something I can say is probably one of the biggest things I, in my whole career. Like sales is definitely it. Yeah, hell yeah. And would you like, since you like, you since we all, we just mentioned how you just did your first 25,000 that's about $25,000 a month or whatever. So for the people that don't know, like, let's take it back, though. Like, because we know that's 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 amazing. And that's what people strive. That's what people strive to get to. But just taking it back when you started and you was coming up, what were some of the obstacles that you came across? Some of the setbacks or, or people talking shit like, man, you going to sell do-rags. Man. Get out of here, man. You ain't about to make that money. Man, when I tell talk, you. Talk about that for a second. <laughs> definitely so when i first started man people was making fun of me bro like this dude really out here buying drag from the beauty salon store and just flipping them and just delivering them and uh it got to the point where it's like you know my my close friends was even like questioning me why i'm doing this and you know they didn't really see much faith in it um so i could say like you know having that that close friend group that was always gonna ride with you i think that was something that was very important for me to have in the beginning that i didn't have um, as well as like trying to keep up with emails and shipping. So I remember early on where I was like delivering my products still in Cleveland, but I was still shipping things out. So I wasn't keeping track of my inventory. So it got to the point where like I was delivering some and they were sh and I was shipping some, but then the people who ordered online, I didn't have the products in hand. So it came to the point I was like, oh crap, like I need to start organizing things better. And that's when I just totally cut off, cut off uh, delivering. Mm. Got a scale. Yeah. Yeah. So something I want to ask you is I know you mentioned before having um a big following was another thing that helped you like really push on the online side. So can you talk about that for a second? How social media and using that following really like helped your business grow to the next level? Definitely. So on Instagram, where I usually get like right now for most of my sales for my brand, it comes from Instagram. And even before when I was delivering, it was from Instagram as well. Um, but I think Instagram is very, very key when it comes to, you know, scaling big time. Um, one one method that I used was every time I delivered each do-rag or each product I was delivering, 
um, you know, I just made sure I was courteous and just said, hey, yo, I appreciate you supporting me. If it's possible, can you post this on your story? And uh, what most people didn't know was, you know, I would get one to five referrals per person I was delivering to. So each person I delivered to, I'd always get, you know, somebody off of that one person if they posted on their story. And it kind of just, you know, became a repeating cycle of just that, just delivering, they post, delivering, they post, delivering, they post. And that's why I think social media, having a following and just posting consistently, I think those are like the biggest, the biggest key points, especially with scaling and just trying to do anything business-wise. Mm, that's important right there. And a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people right now, because you, like like me, I'm I'm a big observer. I'm big into just watching and not like just watching on some creep shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just watch, <laughs> I just watch this, and I take notes and stuff saying like, okay. Or so I, sometimes in my head, I'll be playing with stuff saying like, okay, if, the, if I was in their shoes, this is what I would do. Right. Or it's just to, so just so I could like in a weird way it kind of helps me because if I ever in a similar situation I know like all right how I'm gonna strategize with this but what I noticed is a lot of people on social media like even in this time we in right now it's, it's 2020 a lot of people still don't know how to brand themselves they don't and you know what I'm saying and how to market themselves but so what for the people because I know if somebody gonna be listening to this and they probably struggling with it too. Like what is some uh, some tips that you could say that 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 could help them with branding themselves? Right. Uh, my biggest tip I could say is well, I got two big tips, and the first one is just understanding who you are and what your overall goal is, because you don't want to mm-hmm. try to you know brand yourself and you barely know you know what the meaning of what you're trying to do. Like you know you, you don't want to just go down that road just jumping into stuff. Um, and the second biggest one is attach yourself to a niche where. Um, you know, it's thriving. So whatever niche you're trying to go into, like real estate or something like that, or e-commerce, whatever it may be, follow the big pages that are on there and just always, you know, say, yo, these people right here, I should give credit to them. That's where a lot of my exposure came from, just shouting out other people. They are retweeted and then those people follow me and I just made sure I was posting heavy content, um, you know, every day. Mm, that's that, that's uh. That's powerful, especially that first thing you said, pretty much like knowing yourself and knowing your goal. Because that's another thing I noticed with a lot of people. A lot of people just uh, imitate someone else's brand. And it's easily noticeable exactly. when somebody is like doing what somebody else is doing. Because obviously the, the person you're imitating probably has a big brand or a big page. So you can see all their children just trying to like, you know what I'm saying? That's no offense to people. They're like trying to follow nothing. So knowing yourself is the most important thing because i even myself like when i first started branding myself i used to get caught up in just seeing other pages and trying to i see what works for them and just trying to implement that myself but i'm like that ain't even like a lot of times it ain't even you yeah you got to really know who you are you got to make your brand how you marketing yourself cater to like who you really are so when people know you they like yeah that's that's really him you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that's really how he is so that that is the like that's so important for people, for people that's listening, I want to understand that, like, if you're going to try to bring yourself, make sure it's really catered to you. First, you got to know who you are. Make sure it's really catered to who you are, and then just do it like that. And I always say, especially in the black community, we got a thing where uh, they got to look cool. That's another thing where I see people feel like yeah. they do shit, but it, yeah. it's not cool for real. Like, no, nobody want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> don't know, don't nobody, like, I, I always tell, I always tell Deanna, I'm like, when you brand yourself, the real, like, for me, how I, how I see it, I'm like, the key is, if you're a dude, you got to bring yourself to where the girls want to be with you and the, and the, and the guys want to be like you. Exactly. And if it's the girl, it's the it's the, it's the same way. You want you got to bring yourself where the dudes see you. They're like, damn, I would love for her to be my woman. And girls be like, damn, I want to be like her. 
Like, I feel like at its core, that's what it really is. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, especially with the non community, because if it ain't fly, we ain't fucking with it. Right. Especially <laughs> the young, the 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 the, the thirty young, yeah. thirty and younger crowd. Saying, um, pretty much people gonna buy into you for they uh, a lot of times buy into the brand, and that's just kind of like the era we live in right now. Where, that's always. Yeah. True. True. So that's why you see a lot of people, um, especially like a lot of influencers emerging right now, and just pretty much doing things on a grander scale right now. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, co- co- collab- collaboration, like you say, collaboration beats competition. Definitely. Yeah, so, you said what? Very consistent, too. Yeah, it's there because that's the, and that's probably the hardest part, don't you think? Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> you know, sometimes and seeing other people, you know, progress and, you know, you kind of want to be like them. So you start to try to copy them and it's not really you. So it never really works out in the end. So, it's just staying consistent with who you are. It's, that's what's going to really lead you the right way. Mm-hmm. Staying consistent, steadily, or merchandise, products, services, or whatever. Because that's even when you don't feel like doing it. Because it's a lot of times where you know you don't feel like doing it. Like, prime example, this morning I woke up, my stomach was hurting like a month. I, I wasn't finna get up, bro. I'm like, but nah, I'm like, I got stuff I need to do, man. Let me go ahead and get up. But, uh, that's all a part of being an entrepreneur. You know, you got to, um, like, even on your worst days when you don't feel like doing it, everything in your mind and your body telling you, like, you know, just sit here, don't do it, just don't worry about it, but you got to push through that. And that's all about the mentality and the mindset of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. But if you, but the thing is, if you actually sit, yeah, you might need to sit down. You, <laughs> you need to sit down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't need nobody working. We don't need nobody working it. But if you know, you kind of just, like, mm. BSing yourself, then you know, all right, push through this and get up. Right, 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 right. But uh, no, I want to talk about your uh, your uh, your ebook. Everything you need to know about the course. I mean, everything you need to know about ecom. Do you mind just uh, just a little bit for the people that don't know, that's not familiar with ecom, that want to get involved with just what 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 all that course goes over? Right. So my course, everything you need to know about e-commerce, basically goes over everything you need to know about e-commerce. So. Most people don't even know why I call it e-commerce or what why they call it e-commerce in general. It's just basically making money online. You know what I mean? So I'm teaching you exactly how to find products, um, you know, good products to sell, not just some random product that people just throw out there. Um, you know, how to find the suppliers for it, what makes a good product a good product, you know, how to market it, not only through ads, but organically as well. Because, you know, there's always another route um, than spending money. So there's a hard working way and then there's the way where you can pay for it. Um, and then also, you know, other things as far as like branding yourself, the difference between a, a regular store and a branded store, you know, those are things that you're going to have to know, especially when you're working online, um, you know, that's going to guide you to the successful route that you want to be at. Mm, that's real right there. So do you recommend people going to branded, the branded route for their e-commerce, e-commerce store? Or just going to regular? Well, it really depends, honestly, you know, if the brand like. For me, for my products, you know, I put my face in front of my brand. So that made it easier for me to brand not only myself, but my my actual uh, business as well. You know, if you're just selling something, you're just trying to make some quick cash, you know, you can easily do it that way. And in my course, I tell people, you know, it's okay to have a regular store where you're just selling leggings and, you know, shirts or whatever you're selling. And you're just doing it just for some little cash on the side. But if you're looking to, like, really take it somewhere you know, I, I, for example, I think of uh, Soul Boy as one of the uh, clothing brands that's highly branded, 
you know, they, they put themselves out there and they put themselves, you know, at that pedestal where they're like, you know, we're going to brand ourselves. We're going to make sure that this is a luxury brand where, you know, rappers and all types of, you know, um, uh, you know, richer people or anything like that luxury look, um, that's what they basically did. So that's why I think of like branding, you know, branding is going to take you long term. A regular store is just quick cash. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. So, but that being said, what do you think are like the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to e-com? The number one biggest mistake is overthinking. Before they even jump in, they look at, and I, and I keep telling people this, you know, don't look at all those videos that tells you why you shouldn't do something. You know, look at all the positive stuff because you're already, you know, you the more negative you see, the more it's going to push you away from starting. And the biggest, the biggest, um, you know, uh, problem that people are having is just starting and just, you know, taking that leap of faith because it's something different. Um, so I think that's the number one right there is just starting and jumping in and, you know, researching and people get lazy. So, you know. Mm -hmm. Yep, that that, that makes that makes a lot of sense because e-com is something that's a uh, I don't want to say real. It is real popular these days. A lot of people want to get involved because it's a lot of people making uh, good money. And I seen something. I think this was you that said that you were saying how. I think you said I forgot the number. It might be like a billion. You said a billion. Yeah, so, you spent online. Yep, a billion. Wait, 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 again. Yeah, so it's a billion dollars spent online every single day. Um, and you just need 0.01% to make a hundred thousand. And that's a day, you know, you can get even smaller 0 0.0001, right. make a thousand a day. Um, you just need a, like, people always think like the big picture. You just got to think like, you just need a very, very, very small portion of the pie in, in order to really be like, you know, not working your nine to five or traveling how you want to, or buying the stuff that you want to, you need a very small percentage, but people think too big. So that's why I had to, you know, yeah. simple it down. Yeah, I feel like that's another reason why a lot of people, a lot of people never get started because they are they think like, they think coming out the gate, coming out the gate, they supposed to be making a hundred thousand months, a million dollar months, and it's like, bro, we all gotta start somewhere. We all start from you know you gonna start off making those probably a hundred dollar days, two hundred dollar days. Some days not gonna make nothing at all. Exactly. But the thing is, you gotta keep going, keep building. So then when you get to those. $25,000 months like you, and now it's like a pride, you real, you feel prideful. Because yeah. when you build it up, at that point, it, it feels way better than you just starting off and you instantly there. Because you feel the growth and all that. So I, that's another, I, I, what I realized, that's another reason why a lot of people never start. Because they be too embarrassed to start small. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what I'm saying, I don't want everybody looking at me uh, funny or or talking shit. Because, you know what I'm saying, I started, I got this small, whatever it may be. Only, only so did ten sales this week, but it's like, like I said, we all start somewhere, and then when you keep going, and when you become big, everybody gonna, that's, everybody gonna be on you anyway. Exactly. They gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I go. Like especially when you start anything, like the people that's closest to you, or I don't want to say closest to you, like that's probably grew up with you. They probably not gonna be supporting you like that. As sad as it is, that's how I be. It'll be it'll usually be people that don't know you at all. That fuck with you the hardest, man. That's true. And then when they see they when they see everybody else fucking with you, then they like, oh mm -hmm. damn, Ted's lit. Yeah. Let me start buying his products. Right. <laughs> but before that, that, that's how it goes. Like unfortunately, that's just how how it goes. And you can't like as an entrepreneur for the people that's listening, is you can't be mad at that. You just got to understand it for what it is and accept it and just know like, okay, if I keep doing me, those people gonna come around anyway. 
Exactly. Because mm-hmm. when you, like, let me ask you this. So when you started, who was the people buying your products? Was it like, was it like close friends and shit like that? Or people that grew up in your neighborhood? Or was it just like random people from the internet type stuff? Man, I kid you not. It was really random people that went to other schools around me. Because I started <laughs> like a year after high school. Or uh, yeah, a year when I got out of high school. So it was like, it was literally nobody from my high school that was supporting me, which was like blowing my mind. And that's when I really yeah. was thinking like, yo, at the end of the day, you can't care about, you know, if they're going to support you or not. Because if you sit there and start, you know, you know, just saying, oh, man, this person, not my real friend. And you just get all your emotions, emotions and business yeah. don't go together well. You know, they don't. <laughs> they, they, they don't go to, they don't go together at all. Yeah. It's like oil, oil, oil and water. You can't have emotions and business at all. You can't be in your feelings when you're dealing with money. Dang. At all. And you can't be in your feelings when you're dealing with money and relationships, whether it's a friendship or it's intimate romance. You just can't be in your feelings about it at all because it, it, it's just it's just that's just how it is. Yeah. It's easy because you're gonna be going through you're gonna be going through so much shit if you let your feelings c- control you like that. Mm-hmm. Like I like I just on my Twitter, I was just telling about the story about how uh, I don't know if you've seen it about how dude fired his ex. Oh yeah, I seen that. And now he's going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> that's the that's the that's a prime. That's literally a prime example. Like you know, what I'm saying if, if you kept your uh, feelings in check, everything gonna be good mm-hmm. for the most part. I see you want to say something. Though. No, I was gonna uh, kind of switching over. Something I noticed that you bring up a lot throughout the conversation is thinking long term about stuff. And and something I seen you talk about on Instagram is the importance of time. So that's something I just wanted to get you to touch on because like. As we know, like, we're not going to live forever. And time is, like, the most precious thing that you could have in this world. And with that, like, you got to be a long-term thinker, especially being an entrepreneur. You got to see, you got to have vision. You got to see long-term and see how things are going to play out. So for you, why is it important to you? And how has that, like, kind of affected your decision-making skills? Right. And that's a good question because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, time is luxury. You know, people look at, the, the things that they buy as luxury, those things are just still going to be there at the end of the day. But it's very important to me because I have a, a two-year-old and um, I, I had her, I had her, you know, when I was 18. So my biggest thing was making sure that I'm home all the time to see everything. Um, you know, I didn't want to be working and trying to work overtime to make sure I can cover this bill and not see my baby girl. You know what I mean? So I think time for me, was because I wanted to see my daughter. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna show her the different parts of the world. I wanna make sure that she has her father. You know, although whatever may be going on, she knows that I have her back 100. Um, percent So you know, that was my biggest thing and why I needed my time back and just to you know change my 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 family tree as well. So they they time is free and and that's my goal. And so that's that's why I work so hard to make sure I got you know my time back and freedom. Mm. That's dope, man. It's dope that you're thinking like that at the age of twenty. Because, yeah, yeah, that's 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 dope. Because that means by the time you twenty five, twenty six, thirty, you as long as you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna be way ahead of the game. You're gonna be goddamn ten years ahead of people that's thirty. Because that's they'll be just starting to think like that. And most people they'll never get to the point where they're thinking like that. Where they're thinking way ahead for their children like children like that so definitely salute to you bro for real because it's and it's gonna pay off in the long run like as long as you keep doing what you're doing like you're gonna go through shit we all gonna go through shit especially when you commit to this kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. to 
bullshit just come with it, like unwanted or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just come, it just come with it. But I like how I see it. It's just it's all just like test test for for the for the next level for you to hit. Like you gotta get you gotta pass that test for you to hit that next level. So as long as you keep, bro, you stick you stick you stick with the journey, whatever it may be, because you business minded. I can tell you business minded. So it don't matter whatever you're doing, whether it's uh, do rags or anything. I, I I could tell you will make it work, and like I said, as the older you get, the better you the better you gonna get. So I can't wait to see you when you like thirty and see what you see <laughs> like how how shit playing. Out. I know it's gonna be cold. Appreciate it, man. Bro, it's just been a yeah. a journey starting off at eighteen. You know, just take yeah. that leap of faith to change my mindset. And you know, one thing I can say is you know for people out there, don't get lost in your friendships. You know, there's people that's out there that you know that's doing wrong. And there's people out there that you know that's not going in the right direction. You just got to separate yourself sometimes. Although you may be lonely, although you can't go out with on the weekends and all of that stuff, make that sacrifice now so you can go out on the weekends and you can go, you know, yacht in and take that jet wherever you want to go. And, you know, later down in your life. Right. Definitely. Do you, um, do you ever have moments where you feel as though you kind of like doubt yourself? And if you do, like... How do you overcome? Or missing out. Yeah, or, yeah, missing out. You know, of course, old. being young and seeing all your friends, like, kind of going out, partying, kind of living carefree as they do around this age. Like, do you ever feel some type of way about that? And if you do, like, how do you steer clear of those thoughts or push through it? I do sometimes, you know. Um, and that's crazy you said that because I was just thinking about something like that a week ago, you know, just seeing my friends able to go out, you know, Columbus and, you know, go to all these different college schools and party and have fun. And, you know, the hard part was being in a group chat where they send in the pictures and they talking about everything. And I'm just at home like, bro. And, you know, what I, <laughs> it's like, man, y'all going to leave me out here. But the, what I thought about at the time was, you know, at the end of the day, they may be doing those things. And that's great to have fun and live life. But, you know, my, I have a bigger purpose. And with me having a kid, they don't have a kid, so they don't see my viewpoint. So I can't understand. I can't expect for them to understand where I come from. So it's just a matter of separation at that point. I just got to keep going and, you know, I'm going to have my fun, you know, you know, next five, 10 years, but right now I just got to keep hustling. Yeah. Cause you're going, cause not only you're going to have your, you're going to have that fun tenfold, like whatever they doing, once you get to where you, whatever you get to where you plan on getting, it'll be that times a hundred. Well, what they had times a hundred and then they'll be looking at you saying, damn, I wish I was grinding when I was at that grind throughout these years too. Cause they had, cause the thing about it, when you having fun, when you just thinking about having fun at this age, at that age, 20, you, you having all the fun without having the financial uh, stability. You know what I mean? So, so it, it's, it's, it's backwards. So mm-hmm. now you get tired of, cause you're going to, they going to hit to about that age, 24, 25, where they're going to be like, damn, I'm 25. I ain't been doing shit but kicking. I need to get my life together. Exactly. Meanwhile, you're going to be 25. And, like, even if your life not all the way where you want to be at, it'll be way ahead of where theirs is. So you could be like, okay, I could have a little fun now if I choose to. Mm-hmm. Or I could just keep working and just keep going to where, so keep, keep going to where I'm getting at. So either way it go, you're going to win regardless because you're thinking long term. Either way it go. You know what I'm saying? When you're trying to kick it every night. And I know how to be, especially – Cause I'm I'm only 26, but I know people that be kicking it like at this age, and I don't I don't really trip on it at all. Cause I know like that long term game, like you know what I'm saying. This 
We can have, you can kick it out. You can have fun at 42. That ain't the end. I feel like whenever you get your paper where you're right, <laughs> that's when life really starts. Right. That's what people don't, that, that's what, that's the part that people really don't realize. Whenever you get your money right, that's when life really, really starts for real. Right. Like you think you have a fun, but then you, and you probably are having fun, but you broke. Think about how much fun you can have when you got money. For real. <laughs> 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 think about it, like things like think about how much how, how much fun you really gonna be having when like you said you get on the jet you get the jet skis getting on the yacht you go do this whenever you want even and then even if you don't want to do none of that say if you just want to sit at sit at the crib throw your ass and watch basketball you know you got the security and a blanket where you know if you wanted to do all those things you could and that might be good enough for you to just know like. You know what? If I wanted to hop on a plane right now, and go so go to go to uh, Bali, Australia, something I could. But mm-hmm. I don't feel you know. What I'm saying that's enough for me. Yeah. So <laughs> that's real, bro. That's real. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Deanna asked you that because I definitely was gonna ask you because I know, like I said, I know it's a lot of young people that listen to this and they're gonna be they probably be thinking like, man, how are you 20 years old? He's staying focused like that. And I know you mentioned you got a kid, and I know that helps you a lot. So that's yeah. and then especially growing like because I I grew up in Cleveland too and in our environment it ain't too much of nothing going on and people ain't <laughs> talking about doing too much of anything it's just you know the same same old stuff just a different day you know where are we going this weekend or you know hanging out with X Y and Z but when you separate yourself out of your environment or you just like change your mentality you start to realize how like. I don't want to say, but simple-minded thinking that is, like, how small, like, they're thinking. And it's, like, like for me, I try I try to um, help a lot of my friends get on my wave, you know, like, change their mentality, X, Y, and Z. And it, after a while, it starts um, kind of, like, I would say, like, hold me back because you're trying to pull everybody up with you. But, like, do you have those same experiences where you're trying to get all your friends to push in your direction? Yeah, and that, and that plays, like, now that you said that, you know, as far as like city and my friends and everything, that stuff is huge because I still to this day, I can give everyone the keys that they need. And one thing my mom, you know, taught me is, you know, you can you can have a horse and you can lead it to the water, but you can't make it drink it. So at the end of the day, I can give them the keys to success. I can give them all the resources that I had. I can give them all my knowledge, but I can't make them do nothing, you know. And by me trying to put too much into it, I'm thinking too too hard on somebody else's life. You know, I got I got too much stuff going on in my life to really even be giving them the attention like that. So I have friends like that. And it's like, hey, look, I tried to help you. And at the end of the day, you know, maybe you you need my help in the next year or so. You know, I'll be there for you then. But if you ain't gonna take it right now, I can't, I gotta keep moving. I can't slow down. Mm, that's important right there. That's that, that's that's heavy game. And something else that you uh you said on Twitter that I like and you saying how uh you was basically, I think you was just basically talking about staying focused and being focused. And you were saying like cutting off like friends and like uh I think you said women that's not on. I forgot what you I forgot what you said, man. I was reading early today. I'm like, I'm like, that's game, man. Like that's important to understand. Cause as we we all know, you go through experiences like what like and the same for women too. I understand women could be a distraction. For y'all, men could be a distraction as well. But that it could be a real, real big distraction when you're that young. You know what I'm saying? That could that could stop a lot of shit, especially when you're 20 years old. Because the truth is, when you're 20, it's a 99 percent chance the person you're dealing with or the, or you yourself might not be that mature. Mm-hmm. 
But especially if you think like you do, the, the chick you're dealing with, if she the same age as you, she probably not that mature uh, emotionally <laughs> or, or like, you know. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, uh, like uh, people that's on, probably on the same shit that he on. So it's like, did you mind just speaking on that? Like how being, cause that's an important part. Like when you that young, that's a, you know what I'm saying? Having a girlfriend, having a boyfriend, that's real big at that age. So like how does someone at your age, they stay focused between all that? Cause you could go through a lot of ups and downs and different shit when you're dealing with people that ain't got their mind right or they not on what you want. Um, you know, I think, was best for us at, at this age, you know, being 20, 21, 22 is just, you know, you're going to be talking to people and that's okay. I'm not saying cut everybody off. I'm not saying not talk to no girls tonight because that's virtually impossible. You know what I mean? But right. you got to be, you got to be realistic with yourself and read people like really well. And that's something I can say sales taught me is just reading people and understanding their intentions. You know, I can talk to a girl and, you know, first thing she's talking about is partying and, you know, going to the mall and stuff. You know, that's not what I'm on. So off the rip, I know like, hey, look, down the line, I may, I know that this may not work out. So I'm going to just keep this in mind, though. But I'm not just going to completely shut them off because I don't want to just jump to conclusions. You know what I mean? So, you know, right. my boyfriend, girlfriend, that stuff is cool and all at this age. But you just got to be realistic and, and how, what their expectations is. And, you know, if they really hustling, if they really grinding, is they going to work? And you got to look at how they talk to their family and the respect they have for their family and mm -hmm. what their family doing. And then you got to look at, you know, how they family talking to them. You know what I mean? So it's just the environment, too. That yep. plays a huge role. Because mm -hmm. it's, all, it's all cyclical for the most part. And that's, I mean, that's pretty uh, life in general. It's, it's, it's cyclical. I can't even talk right now. But, but you know, you, you get what I'm saying. It's like shit happens in cycles, man. Like, if you want to know, like they say, the past is a good indicator of, the, of your, your future. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got, but of course you got people that'll change, and they'll be uh, generational curse breakers. But for the most, for the most part, as sad as it is, you got people that just fall in the cycle. And that's why you, when you spoke on how their family speaks to them and how they speak to their family, that's a very important indicator on uh, who you're dealing with. So it's important to pay attention to all this stuff when you're dealing with for girls that's dealing with men and vice versa. If you just pay attention to how that person uh speaks about their family is it in a in a at in a uh admiration way or is it negative yeah. that's very important you know what i'm saying if she's if someone speaks down on their family it's like damn what kind of experience you had and do they value family mm -hmm. then you get around their family you see how their family speaks to them it's like oh shit it's a high probability that person might pass that on if y'all ever have children she might act like that towards y'all children because everything really just Everything really just like it's crazy because we don't really see it because we be so focused on our lives. But if you really pay attention to like the generations before you and the people their generation before you, could see everything. It's just like that's why I say nothing new under the sun because the same shit kind of just happened over and over. We get new technology and all that, but as far as mentality, the way we move and the way we treat one another, it be the same shit over and over for real. So it's important. I say that all that to say it's important to pay attention to other people when you're dealing with them to see how they interact with other people and then that engage like all right now i can decide if i want to fuck with this person or not that's important mm -hmm. yeah and i think the dope thing about like being an entrepreneur is because it gives you a different perspective perspective on how you look at things 
And like, I know for me personally, like being an entrepreneur, it made me looking at, look at relationships differently, more from like a business standpoint, because it's like, you know, when you look at it just from a love standpoint, you get clouded by a lot of the the bad things, kind of, kind of how you were saying, like all the stuff with families and all that, and like how they treat the people they're around. But when you look at it from a business standpoint or an entrepreneur standpoint, you just see things completely different, differently. So for you, do you kind of find yourself looking at relationships and things like that through that lens as far as that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think. I ask, I take it upon myself to ask different questions that people don't normally hear, like how you feel. You know, there's different from how are you and how you feeling. You know, um, a big thing is just where somebody's mentality is on a day-to-day basis. You know, are they always negative? Are they always going through something? You know, are they always, you know, doubting themselves or, or what they can do? And that's something I ask people a lot is, and that helps me read people as well. It's just like, I can see where they at mentally. And, and then I can just kind of play it out from there and just, it's not like a game, I wouldn't say, but it's just literally just how you think of a business. You know, you just, you be careful with stuff and you take your time with it. You're not, you're not rushing into nothing. You're not jumping into nothing. You're not jumping to conclusions about nothing. So I think just being careful and taking things slow. I think at this age, people are, they tend to jump into stuff too fast. And, and I, I, what I was making on Twitter was, you know, people, most relationships don't work is because they're not healing enough from their past situations. And they're not trying to understand each other, but who can say they're trying to do that at the age of 20, 21? So it's kind of like, you know, it, it, yeah. it all play a role. <laughs> it's just. Uh, yeah, that's, that's real. That's real. Like, yeah, that's why for the most part, I always tell people, I'm like, man, if you're that, you that young, you probably don't really need to be in a relationship. I ain't saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying on a need base probably don't really need to because you're still figuring yourself out. You know what I'm saying? 20, 21, that's a very young age, man, and that's important age. So it's important that you try to learn yourself more important than anything before you're trying to learn about the person you with, trying to figure out mm-hmm. yourself and learn what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you like, what you don't like, and just stand away from those big-ass errors that we always speak on, especially when you come from the bottom, if you ain't come from a wealthy, affluent family, because you know what I'm saying? One mistake one big error could fuck you up and set you back. So it's always, you got to be, you got to be moving super strategic when you're at the bottom. But the crazy part about that is usually the bottom, the people at the bottom don't think, don't think strategically at all. So that's why they stay at the bottom. (laughs) When they, they supposed, they supposed to be the ones that's on the, like on their P's and Q's with everything at all times. They should be trying to get out the bottom. But that's how they say that. They don't think like that. They get complacent. They get complacent. They, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's a uh, it's a lot. It's a it's definitely a lot that go to it. But like I said again, like just assume you, you definitely uh, you on the you on you on the right path, bro. I can see. I can tell, bro. You gonna you gonna you gonna be uh cold when you get to the <laughs> yeah. You gonna be you gonna be cold, man. Uh, so we're like, let me ask you this. So we're like twenty five thirty. Where you see yourself? What's the vision? Uh, twenty five thirty. You know, I I kind of set the expectations very high for myself, you know, out the gate, and uh, like even for myself by twenty two, I I plan on being financially free enough to where my family doesn't have to live in the city no more, or they don't, or you know, they don't have to ask me for nothing because they already got it for themselves. You know, that's one big thing for me is putting money in other people's pockets, not just mine. So I'm not the only one at top. I'm not I'm not the person they asking stuff for. They right there on right by my side, you know, doing the same things I'm doing because they got it on their own. 
So by like 25 to 30, I, I just plan on making sure that my family is set and, and I'm comfortable in a position where nobody can say nothing to me. I don't got to look at, you know, the how much something costs I could just pay for it and then just keep making smart decisions. So my kids, kids, kids is set, you know, and making sure I'm not just blowing my money because people, they forget that the money that they have now, it can still be, it can still go down to your, your great, your great grandkids. Yeah. So I just, I just want to keep that stream, that income going in and, you know, create some different accounts, put some money aside for them. And when I pass, you know, I just know that my family tree changed and, you know, they going to remember me, um, you know, as being that person that made that lasting impact on my, on my, you know, last name. So definitely. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy that you keep talking about. Cause he basically he's talking like forty fifty years down the line, so that's that's crazy. That's crazy that you keep cause you know what I'm saying at, at twenty years old, motherfuckers don't think like that, man. They thinking Saturday night, Friday night, next. You know what I'm saying maybe maybe even a year. That's been that's pushing shit. That's, you know what I'm saying at twenty thinking. So you think about passing shit on to your kids that change the whole trajectory of your family. That's like man, that's amazing, man. And that's what we all should be striving for. And that's why I'm glad to have you on, man. Cause that's 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 what that's what people your age need to hear, man. Like we got we got it like how I spoke on uh, on our last episode. I spoke on artificial intelligence and how I believe that's gonna change everything soon. But that's what, but this message is important for people to hear because now they can hear that and they can get on their shit. So a lot of these things could be avoidable when shit really hit the fan. So that's why I'm, I'm I'm I was super excited to bring you on, bro. Cause you you, you talk some real shit, man. That's 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 cold, man. I'm, I feel super proud. This is my first time even talking to you. Like, yo, man, you twenty you twenty thinking like that, bro. That's hard, man. Hey, man. Y'all were big on you know inspiring me to keep keep going. Early on, I was watching y'all. I'm like, man, I I, I gotta you know drive to be like them, you know, and just relationship wise. And I tell people about y'all all the time, you know. When I look at a relationship, I look at people who are okay with each other, but okay financially, and everything is okay. You know what I mean? Not everything perfect, everything not, uh, you know, just everything just not fairy tale. You know what I mean? It's just real. So, yeah, you know, I, big, I appreciate yeah. you guys having me on for real. Yeah, yeah, that's real, man. Yeah, and everything. Let me say this: everything ain't gonna be fairy tale. The thing is, you just gotta keep your shit from the public. You know what I'm saying? What's because people always ask me. And they always be asking me like, man, how you and Deanna, y'all relationship is so perfect, this and that. I'm like, bro, you think we don't go through shit? I just don't put, we just don't put it on social media. Right. What it happens? Right. So we show, we show y'all, we, we, we not gonna show y'all. We don't need people in our business on, on that, on that level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We show y'all what we want to show y'all. We not gonna, and we not gonna show y'all the bad because we don't need people in our business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we live in a world where everybody, yeah, can't like help you can't help yourself. You going through some shit with your girl, yo, dude. You got to go to Instagram and Twitter and tell everybody like for what? Like that's just open. You don't need to open mm-hmm. that, man. But yeah, you you was about to say something before I got you off. Uh, definitely. But like on that, like, but no, but like being an entrepreneur and us being in this space, you gotta watch what you put out online. Like you can't just be putting all your personal business up, especially when you're getting over twenty thousand followers and all that, and it's a lot of eyes on you. Like a lot of things, something people take for granted. You have to protect your personal space and your sanity. So mm-hmm. that pretty much lets you know, like you can't be letting all these people like be all in your comments, speaking on stuff that's your personal life. You got to keep some level of separation 
Right. And that's that's like a lot of things I see with new entrepreneurs. I mean, to each his own, but I feel like, you know, with the, the partying and doing certain things and posting certain personal things about your life shouldn't be public if you're trying to present yourself in a certain manner as a business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a brand. And a brand. That's real. And look, let me this was like one of my last questions I want to ask you. Because we kinda kind of just bypassed it real quick when we talked about twenty five thousand dollars in sales. Man, that that's huge, bro. Like that I I ain't wanna that's uh, let me say one month. That's in a month. So let me, like I ain't wanna just bypass it. I know people were like, whoa, 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 like oh, let them talk about talk about like let them talk about this. So just going into that, like how did that feel? What was it like working up to that moment? And like just pretty yeah, just pretty much that, bro. Man, it feels like it feels unbelievable because at the time it's like, you know, it feel like just yesterday I was delivering durags and I was seeing people just saying, like, yo, you go go somewhere with this. And I and I never really thought twice about it until like a couple of days ago. I'm going into 2020 and I'm like, yo, like I'm ending 2019, a rough year, a rough ass year. I'm ending it on a, a real good note and I, I hit my goal. So I think when I felt that it was just like I feel like nothing can stop me now. You know, I'm sure of myself now and I, and I know exactly what I'm doing. I know I can see my path, my path and my vision is clearer than ever. Mm, that's crazy, man. That's, 20, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's cold, bro. And it's funny, man. Are you, uh, are you like a one team, one person team? Or are you starting to get other people to kind of help you um, keep things in motion? So I actually hired my little sister. She helps me fulfill all my orders. So, um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, she's usually helping me, you know, uh, do all of my orders, but it's pretty much a, a, a team from, you know, me and her to my mom shipping out orders for me. Um, my mom has her own business. So shout out to her. Uh, she sells waist training belts, but it's pretty much a, a hustling family. And I count on family and hustling. Exactly. So it's just, I count on them to be my backbone. You know, I don't, I don't put my all into other people because I know they got my back for sure. So, um, you know, it's just us as far as like, you know, working on ads, I do all of that stuff myself. Um, you know, as far as buying my inventory, you know, I don't really ask people for advice on what, if I should do this or not. I just, I just bite on it because I know, I feel like, you know, this is the right decision for me. Um, and like packaging, all of that customer emails, DMs, I handle all of that stuff myself. Um, but I plan on, you know, automating a lot of that stuff 2020. So within this next month or so, definitely want to get that stuff out the way because the stress of it is, is a, mo- a mofo, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, I already, I already know. I already know. I already know, dog. But yeah, that that higher and that sister. How old is your sister? She is about to be fourteen in March. That's cold, man. Yeah, not. Nah. Yeah, she getting. She, yeah, that's important that she getting those values, a family business, the values of working hard, the values of owning your own shit, seeing her big brother own own his own business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit that like that. It might not be hitting her now how big that is, but when she get old, oh, she gonna be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? That blueprint gonna be set. That's gonna be all she know. Like I gotta get my own shit too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Every day it's like you know, some days she don't want to do stuff, and you know I talk to her and I'll be like, yo, like I understand you don't want to do this, but in due time, trust me, it's gonna be other stuff you don't want to do. And you know I, I try to pay her. You know I pay her a good amount every single day. You know just for her doing it, going out of her way. You know she she tried her best, and at the end of the day, nobody's perfect. But I appreciate her for right. helping me through it all. You know. I, there's no way I can fulfill the amount of orders I do on my own and get them out on time. So, you know, she she definitely plays a big part in that. That's amazing, Shout man. Out to baby Shout out to right. Shout out to baby. Yeah. 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 That's cold. That's cold, bro. But uh, yeah, but 
but in wrapping up, like before we wrap up, we just want to say, bro, like I've been telling you the whole show, we definitely appreciate you coming on. We definitely support what you're doing, bro. I, I love it. I love to hear stories like this, especially young dudes like yourself coming from, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't from Cleveland, but from her being there, I'm there a lot. So I know what it's like being there. You know what I'm saying? It got some similarities to Chicago. That's where I'm from. So I always show the utmost respect and support to people that come from similar environments doing shit like you're doing. So we just want to say salute to you, bro. And we definitely appreciate you and rocking with you with everything you got going on. I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate yeah. you for making this stuff. You know, there's not a lot of people voicing, you know, the mindsets of other people who are doing the things that we're doing. So shout out to y'all for real, for real, for keeping this going and giving other people inspiration, motivation, and guidance when it comes to being an entrepreneur and just, you know, trying to hit those levels other people, you know, are unfortunate to hit. So I appreciate y'all. Definitely, bro. Yeah. And before we wrap up, do you mind just plugging in all your stuff where people can find you on Instagram, Twitter, find your businesses and all that stuff? Definitely, definitely. So you guys can follow me um, on Instagram, my personal Instagram, underscore the real Tez, um, and my per or uh, my personal Twitter as well, Dantez Akram. Um, and then if you guys want to follow my brand page, it's just Snagrag on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you guys, you know, go check it out. And if you guys like it, you know, let me know how you feel. For sure, bro. Definitely. That's all we got for you. Like I said, we definitely appreciate you coming on. And I'll definitely be keeping in touch with you, dog. Appreciate it, bro. Yep. All right. All right you have a good rest of your day. All right, day. you too. Take it easy. Yep. And wrapping up, for those who are not following me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And you can follow me on Instagram at Deanna Kent. And you can follow me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent. You can also follow the Million of Mindsets podcast on Twitter and Instagram at M Mindsets Pod. Once again, that's the letter M and the word Mindsets and Pod. P-O-D. And that's all we have for you guys. Appreciate appreciate y'all for tuning in. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. Oh, a lot of shit on the way. On the way.